lesson this morning is sin affects of the future generation. I don't know if you realize it or not, but sin carries a stain that goes on even in your homes and in future generations, amen, of your people. We seldom think of, our, of the future consequences of our sins. We just do them when we're doing them. Too often we do what gratifies us for the moment. Amen. And do not consider what our iniquity will cost us in the future. So we need to be aware that what we do against God slows our growth. It slows our blessings. And sometimes it shortens our life. However, there are fruits of unrighteousness from our sins and they are rotten. Amen. Everything that we did against God was considered to be rotten. No good, didn't amount to nothing, and guess what? In the long run, it cost us. Therefore, we pass on rotten fruits of unrighteousness on to others. We birthed it in our children. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You know, the children do what they see the parents do. Your children learn from your actions. And they go what? Guess what? They put it in action. So whatever they see you do, they do. And a lot of times when we was back in the world, we used to wonder how our children learned to cuss so good. It's because they heard you arguing and cussing. Amen. So they learned the words from you. If you notice when you even got little children, they would, they, would, they would emulate you and whatever things that you say, they'll pick up on it and next thing you know, they'll be repeating what, you, what they emulated from you. Amen. Therefore, we pass it on. And we pass it on to friends. We pass it on to family members. And others, sometimes... These crops we grow will be repeated during our lifetime. Amen. They will be repeated and, 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 and there is a payday coming for all that we do. Say, and we pass it on to our future offsprings. Let's examine the effects of passed on sinful ways. Amen. Your children pass it on to their children. If we don't teach them to be godly, they don't have any godliness to pass on. Amen. So they're going to pass on what they learn. And they learn from their parents, and they're going to pass it on to their children. And they gonna, and their children going to pass it on to their children. Until the point is that somebody in that generation want to find out what God wants. So 
supposed to bring our children up in the ammunition of God's word. Amen. We were we supposed to teach them about uh, serving God. We supposed to teach them about going to church. Come on now. Uh, I'm kind of reminded even when we wasn't in holiness, when we went to church, uh, Sister Bean, oh, it doesn't make no difference about how they felt they didn't want to go. So by the time I get ready to go, you better have your clothes on. Did no children sit at home while we went to church. They went, we went to church, they went to church too. Come on, somebody. We fail the effects of family members. We fail to understand how our actions affects our future living of our own household. How you live, you teach it to your surroundings. By the way of watching and emulating you, right or wrong, you are watched and you are copied and you are duplicated in your children. Lord, have mercy. Hey Amen. Even when they were, even little kids, they emulate mama in the kitchen cooking. They get their little kitchen and they just be in there emulating what you used, what you do in your kitchen. Huh? I got another one. You whoop their tail. When they get a little dog, they whoop their tail. Huh? Huh? Didn't I tell you? I know I'm right. So they see what you do. So don't you misunderstand that children don't watch and look and see what you're doing. Amen. You wonder where they get it from. But all you have to do is look at you. Take a good look at yourself and you'll find out where they get it from. If you didn't know it, you lead by example. Oh, Lord, have mercy. If we don't lead our children in the right way, guess what? How can they go in the right way? If you don't lead in the right way, how can you expect any family member to go in the right way? Because guess what? Whether you know it or not, you're being read. If you live against the word of God, you will pass those same ways to your children. If you worship false God, you will pass that on to your children as well. They will adapt to the same worship. Because you teach them what you are. Amen. You have to use the saying when angry at your children, you just like your, you know y'all used to say that. You just like your daddy. You get angry at them, you just like, huh? Come on now. She even got a rose shaking her head. You just like your daddy, or you just like your mama. Come on, somebody. I told one of mine, he was just like his grandfather. He got mad at me. I said, boy, that should have been a compliment to you, condition you in. But where they get it from? They get it from us. Huh? Because God told us to bring them up in the ammunition of his word. 
Come on, somebody. If you would, a good one. Let's go to Joshua chapter 7. Joshua 7, starting at verse 10. And it said, And the Lord said unto Joshua, Get thee up, wherefore liest thou dust upon thy face. Israel have sinned, and they have also transgressed my covenant, which I command them, for they have even taken of the accursed things and have also stolen and disassembled also, they have put it even among their own stuff. Therefore the children of Israel should not stand before their enemies, but turn their back before their enemies, because they were accursed. Neither will be with you anymore, except you destroy the curse from among you. Look at God. God said, I'm going to make you even turn your back to your enemy. Know what he said? I'm going to make you run. I'm going to give your enemies, I'm going to give you to your enemies. Because you have that accursed thing among you. And what was the cursed thing? Somebody stole. He said, so what I need you to do, Joshua, I need you to sanctify the people. And said, sanctify yourself against tomorrow. For thus says the Lord of Israel, there is an accursed thing in the midst of thee, O Israel, that thou canst not stand before thy enemies until you take away the accursed thing from us. We can't do nothing before God unless we take away the sin. Come on, somebody. The cursed thing was that God told them when they went to war with the enemies, don't Keep nothing. Destroy it all. Huh? Somebody saw something that looked good to them. And they took it and they dug a hole inside their tent and hid it in the tent. But guess what? That's a, that's a fact that we ought to know that God see everything. So God seen them take the cursed thing and hide it in their tent. So I'm telling you, if you Israel, if you go out to war, I'm not going with you. Wow. So guess what? That tells me, Jane, we have to be careful because guess what? A lot of things happen because we are, we don't take God with us because we be carrying some cursed things. We be carrying our sin like we haven't done anything. And then we think God is with us when God has left us out there to fight on our own. Which cause is called the consequence. So then, I like what God did. God told him, said, this is what I want you to do, Joshua. I want you to bring them tribe by tribe. Now listen at this now. There's 12 tribes. God made them sweat it out. I want you to bring them tribe by tribe, family by family, until we find who did it. Lord have mercy. So guess what? 
I'm, it, it, it's, it, it, it's, a, it's a truth saying that a whole lot of people get affected by what you do. It don't just stop at you. It goes on into your family. It goes on into your friends. It affects your wife. It affects your husband. It affects your mama, your daddy, your children. It don't just stop at you. So he brought them family by family. Can you imagine how many people was in the nation of Israel? And they had to come, James, family by family. James standing in line, he old and getting tired. But he got to wait till his tribe come up. Then he got to wait till they call for his family. Amen. And Amalek started there saying, it sure better not be you. <laughs> come on, somebody. But guess what? It came down to the point that it was a tribe. I think it was found in the tribe of Judah. I think it was Achan. Achan was found that he had the accursed thing found in his tent. But guess what? God said when you find it, I don't want nothing that belonged to him. See, it's more than just you. I don't want his wife. I don't want his children. I don't want his donkey. I don't want nothing that belonged to him. And if I'm not mistaken, he told him to burn him. Wow. And see, we, we don't understand this God that we really serve. We don't understand that God means business. He is nothing to play with. Come on, somebody. You better thank God for Jesus Christ. You better thank God that Jesus is standing between you and God, buffering you to, because of your sin. You better thank God for Jesus Christ, that Jesus is standing in between to make up the head that he is interceding for you. Lord, not yet. There's still time. And God is saying, there may be still time, but I can't let them get away. There are consequences. You better thank God that guess what? That you can serve the consequences now than wait till later and try to serve them. You better tell God, get me now, God, so when I come before you, God, I can be clean. Amen. So they took him out, the whole family. Somebody else said, poor children. They took him out, and they killed him. Just imagine your babies, your wife is innocent. She got to die. Amen. If it was in this generation, uh, Jane, she'd probably shoot him before they even get to him. You did this. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Amen. 
So what do they say? We have to be careful how we walk before God. Sin affects the whole family. Amen. Go to Exodus chapter 20 real quick. Exodus 20. And the verses 1 says, And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord thou God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other God before me. You better watch what you worship. You better watch what you let take precedence over God and your time that you spend with him. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that that is in the water under. Don't you go and carve you up no God. You better take that big belly man off your shelf. Come on somebody. All them little things that you, them little crinkles that you set up to be God, you better remove them. Amen. You have, you have folk going in praying the statues. You done seen it. God told you don't make no other gods. Come on now. God ain't hanging on nobody's wall. Huh? God ain't in nobody's shells. God sits high. Come on, somebody. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to, in, to them, nor serve them. For I am the Lord, thou God, am a jealous God. Ooh, Lord, have mercy. Why do you want to make God jealous? <laughs> Jealousy brings about anger. And if you make, if God, you know God is a jealous God, and you bring by anger out of God, guess what? There is no telling what your consequences will be. Amen. Look what he said. He's a jealous God visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation to them that hate me. Lord have mercy. Generation after generation, your people, my people, dying off because guess what? Somewhere the father did hate God. Why did you say the father? Because he's supposed to be the leader of the house. Come on, somebody. He the one that's supposed to be holding up the standard. Come on, somebody. And then his wife supposed to be backing him up. Come on, somebody. So you know what that's at? Women, stay in your place. Come on now. Don't rule your man. Help your man. If you ruling, you done stepped out. You need to bag up a couple of steps. 
Come on, somebody. You supposed to pay more attention to bring, making sure that them little rascals that you got running around the house is in order. Am I right about that? Why are you running around talking about they so cute? Yeah, they're going to show you how cute they is when they grow up. Huh? They're going to be talking back to you because you thought they was cute. Come on now. You need to teach them what to say and what not to say. Then he said, from the third to the fourth generation. You know what God said? He'll wipe your whole family off the face of the earth. He'll wipe you out. Your name won't even be known. Because he'll wipe you out. Amen. And show mercy unto thousands. Look, good God Almighty. Show mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. I'll show mercy to thousands. Well, all you got to do is love God. Huh? When you love God, God, guess what? When you love God, even in your own, God will make preparation to make you right. Because you know what he'll do? He'll chastise you. Despise not the chastening of the Lord. For whom he loved, he chastened. And then if you can't stand the chastening of the Lord, the scripture said, then you are not a son or you are not a child, but you are a bastard. Illegitimate. Illegitimate, that means God don't claim you. Come on, somebody. There's a whole lot of folk running around talking about, I love the Lord, but the Lord don't see it. Huh? You can't just love him with your mouth. We got to do what he say. We got to follow. He said, them that love me and keep my commandments. Amen. Them are the ones that show mercy to. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thou God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless. That takes it, oh my God. Look at how many folks that take the Lord's name in vain. Huh? They do it on talk shows. They do it on comedy strips. Come on, somebody. It is bad when they do it in the church. Those that supposed to know God and takes his name in vain. Huh? You did run well, but who did? Hinder you from obeying the truth. Come on, somebody. He said, I will not hold you guiltless for taking my name in vain. Amen. So, another reason why we ought to watch ourselves. Another reason why we ought to be mindful of how we serve God. Come on, somebody. Another reason why we ought to be mindful how we try to stay away from the house of God so that we can hear from God that God can. You know what? The house of God was made to help you, not hinder you. And if you don't get here, how can it help you?
if you don't listen to what's going on, how can it help you? If it don't tell you where you're going wrong, how can it help you? Come on, somebody. God is trying to save us, and the enemy is studying sticking his fingers in our eyes. He studied sticking his finger in our ears that we can't hear. Covering our eyes that we can't see. Come on, somebody. So, let's go to, that's bad, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 4. Sorry, y'all ain't bouncing off the wall. But I'm just going to be straightforward. Deuteronomy 4 and the verses 23 and it said take heed to yourself lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God which he made with you and made you and, and, and made you a graven image or the likeness of anything which the Lord thy God hath forbidden thee. Take heed to yourself. Come on somebody. Lest you forget the covenant of the Lord. And lest you go out and make a graven image to yourself. Amen. For the Lord thy God is a what? Consuming fire. Even a jealous God. A consuming fire. God burned up a whole lot of folks in the past. Come on now. God burned up a whole lot of folks in the wilderness. And they saw that God was a jealous God in the wilderness. And guess what? Not only that, these was God's chosen people. If he did it to his chosen people, what make us think that we're going to get away? We're not. Come on, somebody. So guess what? We have to take advantage of the time that Jesus done told them, said, no, let's dig around them. Let's fertilize them. And come back in another year, see if they brought forth some fruit. Come on now. Some fruit has got to be in your life. Come on now. Then he said, then if they haven't brought forth some fruit, then we're going to hear them down and guess what? Throw them in the fire. Don't be lazy in your walk with God. Come on, somebody. Don't, 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 don't do the sit down on God. Stand up. Amen. Stand up and be counted. Stand up to folks and know that you belong to God. Amen. So, he said, when thou shalt beget children and children's children, and ye shall have remained long, remained long in the land, and shall corrupt yourself and make graven image or the likeness of anything, and shall do evil in the sight of the Lord, thou God, to provoke him to anger. When you beget children, children shall be born of you, and your children, children. And you have grown old in the land. 
Huh? And you be corrupt, guess what? You're going to pass it on. Your children are going to do what you do. Amen. I got reminded when, when I was uh, uh, coming up, my brother that's gone on, he was just like our dad. He emulated our dad. He emulated our daddy so that they called my daddy soda bean and they called him soda cracker. <laughs> Come on now. My, 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 my daddy was a, a, a clean dresser, sharp to the crease. I mean, like his creases are cut you. And my wife would verify my brother was just like him. Sharp to the crease. They walked alike. They both had that little bow in their legs. He acted just like he emulated his daddy. Come on now. So know that your children, they see what you do. To the point that a lot of them want to be just like you. Sad thing that he still, as a, as a grown man, he still was with his daddy when he died, and his daddy was the cause of him being killed. But guess what? That's the life you lived before him. So it cost him. There was a consequence. It's a consequence for your children. Come on, somebody. So you bring them up with God like you want to be with God. Why do you want to go to heaven and leave them behind? Come on, somebody. Stop that old mess talking about they young, they got, they got plenty of time. No, they ain't got no plenty of time. Come on now. You got to teach them to live for God now. Amen. <laughs> you know what they used to tell you? Go on right there and sow your oats. Yeah, you got some wild oats, all right. Come on, somebody. Hey, you can you can sew them and come up with with child support too. <laughs> come on, somebody. Amen. Then guess what? You want to bust her head then? <laughs> After you done told them how young and you got plenty of time. No, they ain't got no plenty of time. They need to serve the Lord as young as they can. They need to be brought up in the ammunition of the word of God as young as they can. You better go back and look at Samuel. When Samuel was wounded, was weaned, his mother took him back to the temple and she left him there because she had already promised him to God. And what happened to Samuel? He became a prophet. He became a prophet that the people were scared of. Because of the anointing that was on his life. You ought to want the anointing of God to be on your children's life. You ought to want God to look at your children and be glad about how they're living. Come on now. And I uh, told God to just give me a son. And I'll give him back to you. Lord have mercy. And you study hollering about they yours. You ought to be glad to give them back to God. Huh? Because guess what? God is a keeper. 
And the only way they can be kept is God keep them. Did you not notice how many of the young folks that is dying in the street down there? It ain't the old folks dying, it's the young people dying. Paper is full of them. Shot down in the street. Because of the way they live. Because of the way their parents live. Young parents raising up fools. Because guess what? They being fools. Amen. So guess what? When you bring them up. In the church, you did your job. They stray away then. That's on them. You just do your job. Come on, somebody. One thing I found now, you can't never get too old for God straighten you out. Huh? God can straighten you out when nobody else can. But the Bible says... And, and the Lord shall scatter you, wow, among nations, and you shall be left few in numbers among the heathen, whether the Lord shall lead you. He going to scatter you. Wow. So many family members are so scattered now that half the time you don't even know who your family is. Huh? And then we wonder why we think that it's just a natural thing, but it's the way we serve God is the scattering in your family. Come on, somebody. Family is so far apart because it's the way we serve God. If families were serving God the way God wanted them to, they would be a tight-knit family. Come on, somebody. And you know what? And it will add days to their lives. Well. So. It said, and there shall be, and there ye shall serve gods, the works of men hand, wood and stone, whether neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. You going to serve anything. You're going to serve gods of men's hands. Huh? You're going to serve something that, guess what? That's not even alive. That's bad when we serve something that don't even have life. Now, God said he got life. Jesus said, I came that you might have life, and that more abundantly. But the one that was before him, he came to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's destroying you when you are serving images, graven images, stuff that is made with man's hand. Look at how many folks died in the wilderness after, they, after Aaron had fashioned a calf of gold 
stuff that they pull off their ears and stuff they pull off their neck and, and gold and silver and they made a, gold, a, a golden calf and they served and they worshipped it after God done delivered them out of the hands of the Egyptians, after God done brought them through the Red Sea, after God was giving them manna in the wilderness, gave them water when there was no water, he gave them light at night, he gave them a cloud in the daytime, they didn't even need a compass, God was they compass but yet still because Moses stayed up on the mountain too long they went and made them a golden image we need another God so they went and made them a God and when God told Moses get ye down because the children of Israel have did a great sin God got so mad that he opened up the ground and swallowed them up Come on, somebody. Why? Because of the graven image that they serve. And you know what it did? It's not just the graven image that they serve. It caused them to go back to sin. It caused them to do it. They got drunk. They did it. Come on, somebody. They did everything that they possibly could to cause God to be mad. After he done brought them out of slavery? Come on, somebody. God done brought you out of bondage? Guess what? He brought us out of bondage. He brought us out of slavery. Come on, somebody. Amen. So guess what? The example here, don't let us be like the children of Israel. Huh? Come on, somebody. Pray and then get up and eat and play. Huh? Come on now. We done it. Amen. Thank God for Jesus Christ that he had mercy on us. Wow. Well, he said the Lord should scatter you. He's going to scatter you among the heathens. You're going to go back out there where you came from. You're going to act just like you did before you got here. You're going to join the old crowd. You're going to do what the old crowd do. Come on, somebody. You ain't going to have no faithfulness in you at all. Cause why? Because God going to scatter you. Amen. So, and there ye shall serve God's than of men's hand. But then he said, but if from hence thou shalt seek the Lord, thou God, Thou shalt find him if thou seek him with thy whole heart and with thy soul. See, we only seek God when we're wrong. Huh? Don't you know that ain't the, you don't wait to that time to seek God. You seek God in your good days just as well as you do in your bad days. You seek God in your good days to find out what the next step is in your life. You seek God in the good days so God can be well pleased with you and that he may talk to you. So a lot of times, you know, when we are, we are down in our sin and we get to calling on God, who, 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 and God ain't even listening. God is saying, when I tried to talk to you, you didn't want to talk. Amen. So what did he do? He let us stew in our mess. Huh? 
He let you bath in your tears. Amen. Because when he wanted to talk, you didn't want to talk. I know that's right. So guess what? We wind up having to suffer the consequences. Huh? Amen. So, then, like I said, you pass it on to your children. You pass it on to your friends. And Come on now. Your friends become your God. Huh? You start running back with the hounds and the clowns. You forget about God. Isn't it amazing how you can know God? but didn't reverence him as God. Huh? So he gave you over uh, to a reprobated mind. Huh? Wow. Don't get to the point that you get too bigger than God. Don't get to the point that you know more than God knows. Don't get to the point that you think you got enough stored up in him that you can go on from here. Baby, there's a whole lot of stuff you don't know about God. Amen. You better, you better absorb every piece of God's word that you can. You need to absorb it because guess what? It adds, can, can, can I put it in a physical point? And when you absorb all what God, it adds muscles to you. It adds stamina to you. Yes. Come on, somebody. It, 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 it adds longevity to you. Yes. Come, on Come on now. It adds life to you. Yes. Amen. This is what the word of God comes. The word of God came that you may live and not die. Yes. Amen. Yes. So guess what? You have to absorb it. Yes. Come on now. Feed me, Lord. Till I won't no more. Come on now. Sometimes the problem is, is when God come to feed us, sometimes it, it hits so hard that we don't know how to say, ouch, Lord, but praise God. Ouch, Lord, mean, God, you hit me. Huh? And I got to do something with that. Ouch, Lord, mean that I know, Lord God, now I, that's something I need to repent of. Come on, somebody. But no, we choose to get rocks in our jaws. No, we choose to say, it is the man of God that's sticking his nose in my business. No, it's God letting you know you ain't got no business. Wow. Come on, somebody. You know what I found now? If God don't get in your business, you're going to hell. You better tell God, get all in my business. Get all in my business, God, and make my business right. Come on, somebody. Get all in my business, God. Whoop my tail, but God believe, but save me. You better tell God, if I got a whooping coming, God, whoop me that I can be saved, God. Because my ultimate goal, God, is for you to save me. Save me from me, God. Come on, somebody. Because guess what? Because if he don't save you from you, because you're a mess. Come on now. We all was a mess. If God didn't save us from us, guess what? We're going to bust it wide open. 
No, but we want to quickly lay it on the devil. No, 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 no. It's in your flesh. It's in your sinful flesh, the sinful flesh that you was born with. Come on now. Better go back to what David was talking in Psalm 51. Amen. I was born in iniquity. Huh? Shaping in sin. In sin did my mother conceive me. Come on, somebody. So when you got here, you was a sinner. You came here lying. You were crying. There wasn't nothing wrong with you. Am I right? Babies will cry like you're killing them. And ain't a thing wrong with them. No more than they want either milk. They either want you to hug them. They want you to carry them. Huh? Come on, somebody. They just raise hell. <laughs> Come on, somebody. They can't get their way. They raise hell. Amen. And when you got grown, you couldn't get your way. You raised hell. You carried it on. Come on now. So, the effect of it, it spreads. Cancer spreads. So, the effect of it affects others in the family, in the family realm, not just in your house, but in your circle. Come on now. So, seeing learn from parents. We wonder why our children adapt to so much wrongdoing and disrespect for others. If they disrespect you, they're going to disrespect others. If you don't teach them how to respect you, they're going to show it in the street because they're going to disrespect other people in the street. Well, we need to take a close look at how we live before them. If you have no respect or reverence for God, neither will your children reverence and respect God. Come on now. Children nowadays, James, they don't know just the, the few curse words that was going on. They know the whole book now. Come on now. They can call you some names that, that you thought they didn't would have never known. Amen. And when, when you see them in the street and just listen to them, about every two or three words, they're cussing. Amen. They have no respect for grown people that are around them. Children, they don't know nothing about, oh, excuse me. Come on, somebody. Back in, the, back in your day, woo, if you said hell, woo, huh? I'm going to tell mama. <laughs> huh? I'm going to tell mama you out here cursing. They told mama about the stuff they saying now. Mama turning over in the grave. Come on now. Most of the time, 
of your children's life is a spinoff of your life. Whatever you practice, you teach to them in your household. Directly or indirectly. Amen. You be saying, I wonder where they get that from. Check your memoir. Check what you were doing. Come on now. What you give God will be the measure you get back. And sometimes pass it on to the family. Don't, don't tear down the house of God and expect for your house to stand strong. Oh, I know that's a fact. Folks can try to tear down the house of God and they'll just tore up regularly. Regularly as a can of sauerkraut. Amen. Scattered everywhere. Come on now. Because they tried to tear God down and God gave them the results of their actions. Amen. That's true right today. Don't act like a devil with God and expect your children to wear a halo. Huh? Come on, somebody. Amen. Because guess what? You know what done happened? You done cursed them. And the curse is passed on from one child to the next until God breaks the curse. And it takes God to break the curse. Come on, somebody. So what you give God is what you're going to get back. Amen. And guess what? You ain't going to like what God sent back. Amen. It's a true saying of God. You will reap what you sow. So guess what? If you sow badness to God, you're going to reap badness. If you sow sin to God, you're going to reap your own sin. And your children is going to follow suit about what you give God. Oh. Now there are children that then came up that disrespect their parents so greatly that it ain't funny. Come on, somebody. It's because of what they sold. Amen. You, 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 you can't sow an apple seed and expect to get a great vine. Come on now. You can't sow hell and expect to get heaven. Amen. So, you are to be a godly example to your children. And they will be you in the street. Because they're going to be you in the street. Whatever you do at home, they're going to be you in the street. Come on now. Amen. Like I told you. When we got up to go to church, shoot, them girls had to get up and go too. Like it or not, they had to go. Didn't nobody sit at home. Amen. You come to church and your children at home. What are you telling God? Amen. You're telling God that you know what you're really telling them? I really don't want to be here, but I'm just coming. So I left them at home because they didn't want to come. So guess what? What you give God is what you get back. You don't sow nothing, nothing to God, 
you don't reap nothing. Come on, somebody. Amen. So that's why I tell you, you need to absorb as much of God as you can. You need to suck up all the energy you can get out of God. Come on now. Tell Lord, if, if it's possible, Lord God, I will suck you dry your energy if it was possible. But I know you got more than enough for me. So just fill me up. Fill me up, Lord God, till I run over. Fill me up, God, till I won't no more. Fill me up, God, till my service is pleasing unto you. Then I know you're going to take care of my household. Then I know, Lord God, if I reap to you righteousness, God, I shall get it back. A hundredfold. Amen. Let's run to Proverbs 14. Proverbs 14 and the verse is one. Am I right? Really wasn't the one I want, but I'll take it. Proverbs 14 and one says, A man that is born, nope, 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 nope. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong book, wrong book. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of y'all real quick, ain't I? Proverbs 14 and 1. Says, every wise woman builded her house, but the foolish plucking it down with her hand. It's bad when you tear your own house down. Come on, somebody. Amen. Oh, 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 a wise woman builds a house. She don't tear it down. Amen. So if she's building a house, guess what she's doing? She's bringing up her children right. Amen. If she's building a house, her children ain't out in the street acting a fool and she know it. I liked it when it was the old days. Because back in the old days, if your children is out in the street acting a fool, your neighbor tear their tail up. And then you know what they'll tell them? Said, I'm going to tell your mama, so you're going to get another one. Your neighbor come and tell them that your child was out there acting a fool, and I tore their tail up. Said, thank you, ma'am, because they're going to get another one in a few minutes. So guess what? When you was in the street, you showed respect. Go whoop one of them down, they're gonna pull a pistol out on you. Oh, Lord. Huh? Come on, somebody. You bet and, and, and you better not whoop now. Um, now you gotta fight their mama. Huh? Hey man. It was shocking to see on the news how the teenagers were out there fighting. And one of them got killed. Shot in the back by the law. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. About 16 years old. Out there fighting like men. 
folk around too. Nobody trying to stop it. They were watching it. This is the this is the generation that we're in now. Amen. Children can't even enjoy a, a, a fire. Sixteen-year-old shot a twenty-two-year-old out at the ferry. Bass Pro Fair. Shot in graveyard dead. Other children around. Can't enjoy a peaceful day. Sixteen. But he had a pistol. Amen. This is the generation that we live in. Children raising children. No guidance, no godliness. Come on now. You know what you can say? Hellraiser raising hellraisers. That's what it boiled down to. But he that walketh in his uprightness feareth the Lord. But he that is perverse in his way despise him. Lord, you mean to tell me that if you don't walk in uprightness and fear the Lord, you telling God I despise you? Your actions speaks louder than your words. Wow. Can you imagine you telling God, God, I despise you? Huh? Come on, somebody. You know what? And you don't be faithful to him, you telling him I despise you. Whether you realize it or not. Come on, somebody. When God can't find you, that tells God that you are not in love with him. When God can't correct you, you're telling God I'm not in love with you. More to this than meets the eye. Come on, somebody. Go to Proverbs 20. Proverbs 20 and the verse 7 said, The just man walketh in his integrity. His children are blessed. When? After him, the man that walketh in his integrity is blessed, happy, fortunate. Come on now. And his children are blessed after him. Lord, have mercy. Don't be expecting for God to keep your house and he can't keep you. Don't be expecting God to keep your children and you can't walk upright before him. Amen. Because guess what? The children supposed to be given back to the Lord. He loaned them to you. And then it was your responsibility to give them back to him. What? In good shape. Come on, somebody. So if you don't give them back to the Lord, 
after he'd loaned them to you in the shape that God expected for them to come back to him, he going to get you. You thought it was just all on them. No, 